Hello everyone, you are listening to Separation to Oneness and I welcome you. I'm Nikki Hughes and we will delve into the profound subjects of life, love and spirituality. We are going to investigate and reveal how to live from that limitless reservoir of happiness, care and resilience and then once there, how we can allow ourselves to move into the space of bliss, the connection to everything, and that's what I call oneness. And so to find out more about my work, please visit my website. I am at elementalbalance.ca. I really hope you enjoy this episode, and if you feel it's valuable, I ask that you would kindly share it with someone who's important to you. And so welcome, everyone. I am so, so, so excited to have my friend Melissa Wild here today on Separation to Oneness. And so a little bit about Melissa. First of all, I guess, welcome, Melissa. It's really great to have you here. Thanks for coming and being on the show. Yeah. And just a little bit about Melissa so we can all understand sort of this wonderful talent that we're going to be talking to here today. So Melissa is Melissa Wild is unwaveringly committed to creativity, personal growth and transformation. She's always been fascinated with the human mind and she earned her bachelor's degree in psychology and then was delving deep into the complexities of human behavior and cognitive processes. And this foundational knowledge laid the groundwork for her future endeavors in the field of creativity and personal development. Melissa's thirst for knowledge led her to pursue a master's degree in creativity and change leadership at the Center for Applied Imagination uh, at Buffalo State University. So this program equipped her with a unique skill set, blending creativity, leadership, and the ability to effect meaningful change. Excuse me. (laughs) Melissa developed hypnosis and neurolinguistic programming skills through Erickson professional coaching certification, uh, enhancing her ability to guide individuals into personal development and transformation. Uh, Her unique blend of academic knowledge, experience, and adventurous spirit has shaped her into a true advocate for personal transformation and creativity. And most recently, Melissa has authored the book, Wild Intuition, here it is here, An Adventure in Creative Awareness, which offers a roadmap for empowering others to access their intuition and unlock their creative potential. So she provides coaching, workshops, resources to guide individuals on their journey of self-discovery and personal growth. And we will give you all of Melissa's contact info at the end of the podcast, But her mission is to empower individuals to tap into their inner creativity to transform their lives. So that is just a wonderful bio that we have. It's very impressive, Melissa. Um, It sure shows that you are an explorer of life. So welcome to the show. I'm very excited to have you come and uh, talk about your life, talk about the gifts and the talents that you share and how you can help others reach this wonderful place. The other thing too, Melissa, is I had no idea there was a center for applied imagination. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> so how did you, yeah, so welcome. And how did you find the center for applied imagination? Like that just you sounds know, like such a fun degree. Yeah. So maybe you could just tell us a little bit about how you arrived here as an explorer sure. of life an explorer of self, truster of intuition. So maybe you could just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit about my background journey here. So I kind of, you know, for years was one of those people not making the very good decisions, like kind of Mm. got to the point of indecisive of, you know, it came from a point of rejecting my intuition, like that I, you know, had an early experience where something, I dreamt something was going to happen and actually happened. So then after that, I was like, oh, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. I'm not listening to anyone. I want to know other people's opinions, not my own, because I can't trust my own because this is scary stuff. Right. So that led me down into, you know, the deep of higher ed of like understanding the mind, like, where does this come from? What do these dreams mean? Like, how do you sh- basically, how do I shut them off? So, right. um, you know, went very deep into academia and then, you know, after many years of, geez, I'm listening to everybody else's opinion and not my own. And this research isn't getting me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Then I found the center for applied imagination. Like it was time to come back to my center. 
and come back to like trusting myself and learning how to better make my own decisions. So that was, that was how I discovered it. And then once I found it, it was just like, wow, I really fell in love with that. Just knowing that there was a process to guide, but also trusting my own self. Right. So was there a, was there a, a moment in your life? Cause you said you, you realized that you needed to stop listening to other people's opinions and stuff. Did something happen? Was there a wake up moment in there where you just went, hang on a second, that's their opinion, not mine. What, what did, well, did something happen there? Was it an event or how did that, how did that fall out for you? I don't, but you know, it's, it was like a, a series of events over the years okay. of like, um, and I went to law school and didn't like it. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, that research and get more skills and more credentials behind my name. And I'm like, I don't really like this. Like, putting people on this path of like somebody else makes the rules for them. You got to follow somebody else's guidelines. So and I was like, none of that. So I left that and then um, kind of got into the wrong marriage of like, he moved in and took over my life. And it was like, I didn't even feel like that was my decision. Okay. So then, you know, I got out of that marriage and went through some depression and then, um, you know, the I got a job in higher ed and then from there it was like you know back into the intellectual stuff and like um the direction to pursue a master's degree and it was like I was still way into learning then and then when I found this creativity thing it's like wait a minute I can take complete responsibility for my life nobody else is going to make my decisions I'm not going to follow this rigid legal process or let somebody decide I'm going to marry them and we're going to just do everything his way. So it's just from a decision of like regaining my independence and my own mm -hmm. structure of life. No, I absolutely love that, that you listen to yourself and put yourself first. You know, yeah. that's great that you had the courage and the strength in yourself to leave the law school that you were in. Cause I'm sure there was a lot of expectations around you that you were doing this, right? So it's hard to stand up and do that stuff. So good for you. Good for you. Thank you. Awesome. So in terms of um, the intuition and creativity and coming to that, maybe you could talk a little bit about why this creativity and intuition is so important. And how has it changed your life in being able to come back to that and find yourself? It changed my life in the sense that, you know, like when I was early into learning, we were learning a technique, creativity, it was called an excursion. We were just meant to go outside and observe. Mm -hmm. And so I was outside and just looking around and it was like, I was noticing the people and like the plants and just noticing things that it was like, as if I had never been outside before and never seen anything before. It was like something inside me was awakened. And like, I just started writing things down and it was just like the things I were observing just kind of like, tied into like how beautiful life is when you just stop to notice it yeah. and just check in with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like a form of mindfulness, isn't it? Yeah. I do a lot of mindfulness work with my clients and with myself, of course. And when you can, you're right. When you can stop and just be aware of the present moment, mm -hmm. there is so much beauty around you. There's so much to be seen that you don't normally see because you're rushing here, rushing here, rushing here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now you had precognition, which is fascinating. So you, yours was in dreams. My grandmother had that same thing and it, it didn't pass down to me, but that's okay. Um, she had precognitive dreams like you have. Hers were, hers were kind of difficult dreams though, where she would dream about somebody dying and then she'd get the phone call the next day and they had actually died or something bad was happening. She always dreamt about it first. So can you tell us a little bit about how does your precognition work? Yeah. And did you get um, it back after you shut it down too? Because I know oh, I got it back because it it's really scary. <laughs> it yeah. can be scary if you don't know how to, what, if you don't know yeah. what to do with it or how to deal with it, it can be kind of scary, right? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it started for me when I was young and mm -hmm. when I got really scared by it was I was having dreams for months that when I was a teenager, yeah. I dreamt that one of my parents was going to die. And I was like, I, I just knew they were gone. One of them was going to die. I didn't know which one. And I was like telling them and warning them to the point, like we were convinced it was my mom. She even changed her routine. My father was worried about it. And then he died. Oh gosh. So you told them about this dream. Oh yeah. And they believed me. So they had advanced warning that something yeah. was going to 
happen, right? And so if you don't mind me asking, did how did your dad die? Was it something sudden so that he had no it was sudden. choice of it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, it was an aneurysm and it was sudden. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that yeah. must have really, really bumped up your um, uh, confidence in that precognitive information that was coming in in your intuition because it actually happened, right? Uh, well, at that time, I rejected scary. it. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. You know, okay. like I, said, I was a teenager. I was scared. Yeah. I rejected it. Um, I didn't want to know anything anymore. I didn't want to experience that anymore. And it's like from there, I was like, I did anything I could to just not, sh not, not listen to it, not believe it, not hear it. Just, I didn't want to know anymore. Yeah. And so for you, it was like a journey from, because we know that that stuff is sort of the right hemisphere of the brain, right? So you kind of made a journey into the left hemisphere of the brain and, and yeah. moved into all of the academia and learning and that left brain stuff that we do. Right. Yeah. So that was, that was big for you. Yeah. All right. And but so then here, fast forward to today, here, you've written mm -hmm. this lovely book about wild intuition. going to show it again, Melissa Wild. Um, and you've even changed your name, haven't you? Yeah, you I in the book. So could you tell us a little bit about that? That's so amazing. Talk about believing in your own message. I mean, you oh, changed, yeah, absolutely. Changed your name, yeah, so. I'll um, take a step back for a minute too, to tell sure. you more about the, the, the precognition. Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, after shutting it down for long enough, I, you know, in that experience with the creative studies, it was like, I started to have dreams again. Oh, okay. And you know, it was once I, I realized that I couldn't ignore them anymore because I would just keep having the same dream over and over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at first it was always warning dreams of like the bad things, but then, you know, actually like I talked to a psychic about like, how do I get it? So I could start seeing the good things. Like I, I realized I can't mm -hmm. make it go away. So then it was just a matter of just kind of like tuning it in and accepting it. So then once I started accepting it, then the dreams will come and I'll start to see them in, a little bit in advance. And then I find too, if I share with people who are in them, kind of sometimes it's like, I'll find out, yeah, that was right on. And then I'll more of them keep coming. So, I mean, it's just a matter of accepting them and accepting who I am. And then, you know, with accepting who I am, that comes with the name change. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, that, so that's I, how it ties in. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's that. how it ties into the name change. So, yeah. okay. I, I had, you know, kept the generic um, divorced last name for you know, right. like 15 years after the divorce. Yeah. And I was presenting at a conference and somebody pointed out to me of like, you know, there's four people with your exact same name at the college where you work. I can't even find you. Oh, and I'm wow. like, you know, I've been thinking of changing it to wild because wild was like always my thing, you know, like mm -hmm. let the wild out, wild with wisdom, live your wild, like wild was just it. So then when I got back from that conference, I went right to the court system and changed my name. I'm like, that's it. It's Melissa Wild from here on out. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Following your heart and following what you know is right for you. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. And it ties into the journey that you went on to accept yourself and to open up to that wild part of you that the the dreams and and dreams are quite predominant in your book too about how to work with dreams so yeah. could you tell us a little bit about that because i'm actually somebody <clears throat> who i don't think i dream um i so i had an event happen in my life a traumatic event happened where it all got shut off I didn't ask for it to be shut off. It just got shut off. And I've been working for almost 10 years to try and get that dream ability back. And I know that I'm dreaming because everybody does, right? It's just, I don't remember it. It's like, I feel like when I sleep, I go out into the dark and it's a lovely place. I love being there. It's very comforting, but I don't remember anything or any messages coming in. So I'm working on that and it's, it's coming, it's coming slowly. Um, so you have been lucky enough to have dreams be very prominent in your life. And I would imagine very visual and very vivid, mm -hmm. right? So not everybody's yeah. visual too, right? So yeah, that could be part of it for me. And so how did the, the connecting to the dream seems like it was a really important part of connecting to your intuition again? Would you yeah. say that's true? And how do you work with your dreams? Um, how, how would somebody work with their dreams to connect themselves to their intuition? Okay. Um, yeah, I would say the dreams have been very important for me because, you know, like I always said and early on, the dreams were my most prominent sense. 
So it was a matter of accepting them back and just to get started, just kind of writing down the dreams. What I remember those little details, Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like as I'm dreaming and I keep a notebook and pen next to my bed. So I'll just kind of, I'll write stuff down. Um, Can't always read it in the morning, but sometimes (laughs) something will trigger it back. Yeah. And it's just keeping track of those things. Um, and for me, they're very vivid and visual. I feel like sometimes my dreams show me more than I experience in my day-to-day life. I've had dreams where I'll end up having the same dream from different perspectives. Like sometimes I'm in my body, sometimes I'm watching the scenario play out and like I'll, before going to bed, like one way you could start to trigger it is just ask your dreams to show you what's next. Um, I do that all the time, just out of curiosity. It's like, all right, if we're going to play this game, let's play, make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I would, that's what I would suggest for you is just kind of, you know, changing your Mm -hmm. mindset a little to know Mm -hmm. that you're going to dream and it's going to show you something and, you know, be really conscious to write it down a lot times like the minute you wake up because dreams can they can go way fast oh they fade fast don't they yeah yeah oftentimes when I do have a dream which I have from time to time or I remember them um, because I set my intention to remember them and then when I come up in the morning I I have a keyword that I try to link to in my dream I try to I link to a word so that I can remember it when I come up Um, but by lunchtime it's gone so you're right you have to write it down because it goes into this fading part of the brain this amnesia takes over right Mm -hmm. yeah so the creativity so you you experienced that in dream time and then you brought that into your life like into your daily experience started listening to yourself and um, so what can you talk a little bit about the state of creative and awareness why is it important to be connected to your state of creative awareness to connect to yourself like how does this help how does intuition help you to get to know yourself better I feel like it helps you to get to you know about that inner calmness and inner stillness so Mm. just like that being calm within yourself being open to what information is being presented and being able to be to perceive it So then you can assimilate it all into making the best decision for yourself in the moment or experiencing the most that the moment has to offer. And I just, I find it to be valuable because it's just our lives, you know, time, things happen so fast and it's like so easy to get caught in the rush and the, you know, like that's where like 2020 for me was like a good time to really hone it in because everything slowed down. So I was able to just kind of like walk around in the yard and observe the flowers and just kind of play with different techniques and just have a new experience. And it really made the time go just fine. Like it, it was like an improved version of the reality that I was living. Yeah, I I quite enjoyed it too, that aspect of it anyway, the slowdown and being able to just go internal and to just be present instead of being on, I call it the hamster wheel, being on the hamster wheel and just go, 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 go from thing to thing to thing. So I think that was one of the gifts in what we went through as hard as Mm -hmm. it was for a lot of us um, and a lot of different aspects. But yeah, I think you're right. You get to go out and experience nature, especially uh, in a different way. So you, you got to hone and, and um, access more of your intuition. So is that something that happens when you start to allow it in? Does it become bigger, better? How, how does that work? Yeah, I, I found, especially for me while writing the book, mm-hmm. I found myself practicing the techniques that I do more. And it was a, from a point of like, I want to share with, because everybody has intuition, you know, whether we use it or not, we have it. So it's just a matter of like, how do, what is it that I do that I can share with other people so that they can give this a try too. And I found the more I would tap into it. And so that I could write out the technique, the more and more it came. And it's just like the more and more interesting it became to the point of like, you know, while writing the first book, I'm like, I already got a next book because there's so much but the next one like at this point I'm like okay that's just a story for me to myself telling me my future and it's very interesting okay so you can start to use your intuition to tap into what's coming in the future for yourself right so it's not just about in the moment and getting to know yourself better because in a way when you accept what's coming in whatever messages whatever feeling whatever your whatever meaning you're bringing up 
intuitively mm-hmm. you're connecting to yourself right you're connecting yeah. that that's that's what i love is the is having helping people connect to who they really are so that's the true you isn't it yeah so how do you get past self doubt i mean you initially when you started to to access that through your dreams you shut it off because it was happening fast and scary so what would you say to somebody who has a lot of self doubt about oh, that thing that came in, I'm just ignoring it. Oh yeah, that's just the voice or that's just whatever. Um, what? How would you say to get over that or deal with this, this self-doubt? Because that's a big thing for people. It is, yeah. For for me if, with that, is just have a notebook or even the note app on your phone. Okay. And just when that thing pops in, just take a little note of it, move on. And then, and just keep for a little while, just keep tracking those things, just keep writing them down. And then when you're ready, take a look back and you'll start to notice a pattern where Mm -hmm. that either connected to something that happened into your life or those little, those moments are telling you a story and it just, it all connects. And then as you get better at it and are practicing it more, then you start to notice it in the moment. Like for me, it's since come in the terms of songs, like I'll hear lyrics and then later in the day, something like that will happen. Um, okay. Yeah. Like yeah, I can you give talk an example about it in your book of songs and it's, it's interesting yeah. because I have a friend who's a medium. I belong to a mediumship group and she gets in, she gets messages from um, spirit in song. So a song will come in. She goes, okay, this is really weird. There's this song. And so there's some message in the song somewhere for the person that's sitting for the, for the reading. Um, or there's a message a specific word or something in there, or it's a song that the, that, that loved one beyond the veil has, is bringing in, right. That has yeah. deep meaning for somebody. So it's, I found it interesting in your book that you talk about how, how songs work for you. So, so what's a typical day like for you with the song journey happening for you? Yeah. So how would that work? Um, well, just recently I was woke up with um, in the end, by Linkin Park I was hearing in the end it doesn't even matter and I'm like well that's kind of a dark song I wonder what today's (laughs) gonna bring and then um, yeah so you know the day went fine then later in the day I was talking to my mom and she was like yeah I was doing yard work and in the end it doesn't even matter and I'm like that's that song (laughs) okay yeah Yeah, that's so great sometimes it's just funny stuff yeah, funny. So it's almost like yeah. you're getting these little in in sort of flashes of humor from your own intuition, right? Yeah. So what do you think intuition is? Do you think it's your soul? Do you think it's your higher self? Do you think it's your guides? What do you think intuition is? If you had to, maybe it could you be, yeah, like, I think it could be your higher self. And then, right. you know, like, sometimes I'll, I'll have um, dreams where like, you know, loved ones that have passed on, in my, and I'm like, okay, so they're like sharing something. Um, I've had recent ones with somebody I thought was a spirit guide, but it's a person that I met and I'm like, okay, so I don't, some of it, it's like, I'm still just trying to figure it out because I'm not really sure. Um, But it's certainly, I do enjoy it. Oh yeah. Wherever it comes from, it's fun. It actually makes life fun when you start to get things from, from situations. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's almost affirming in a way, isn't it? And validating yeah. in a way that, that there's more than just you here and the larger you is present and life is supposed to feel good, right? So these yeah. things can make you feel really good in the moment. And so how would you go about looking at, so, so let's just say you now have a, an awareness of songs coming in, cause this is a big thing for you. Mm-hmm. How would you, how would you look at or work with the songs coming in to understand what the, what the meaning is? What is the message? Like, how would you do that? So I hear a song on a radio and it's like, okay, okay. I'm going to tell you this, the song, even now by Bob Seger came into my head the other day. I thought I have to listen to this song. I don't know why. So I put the song on and it's like, I don't know what the message is, but I'm really enjoying the song. So if somebody has that experience, what can they do to try and hone out or pick out the message that might be in there? Um, Pay attention to the lyrics within it and just kind of like notice, like, are those lyrics in reference to a point in time? like a memory that it's wanting you to bring into, or is it something that's going on in your life that it's in relation to? Okay. Just, you know, like, is it something that's just supporting you like going forward? 
Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah, it was an interesting thing because every now and again, a song just pops in. It's like, I need to listen to this song. Mm -hmm. Right. And I also find too, like you, I'll, I'll, I'll be in my car and I'll be mulling on something and I'll turn the radio on and flick the station and a song comes on that almost answers what I was mulling over. And I yeah. start to laugh because I think, oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the message. Right. So it's getting playful. So I think, I think getting playful is also another aspect of connecting in with your intuition and letting it rise up to meet you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. by being playful with it, you're showing you accept it and you welcome it and it just invites it to come more. Okay. That's great. Do you do intuitive readings for people or is your intuition only around your own self? around helping your own life. I'm just curious about where it goes next, if it goes somewhere next for you or for yeah, someone I, who has a very strong um, intuition. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times it's for myself. Sometimes I'll get messages for other people, um, okay. usually through dreams and for intuitive readings too. I do um, tarot cards and okay, oracle great. cards. So that helps me to read a little bit for other people. And it, it's just, it's interesting because it's, I feel like there's some people that I can just you see them and it's like, oh, this is what's happening. And then others, not so much. So I feel like it's a matter of like how open or closed they are. Right. And probably an energetic connection, like frequency wise too, just allowing yeah. those messages in at the right frequency, which is fabulous. Right. Yeah. Now, um, how does the creative awareness and intuitiveness, how does it help you in your life? Does it, how, how is it helpful? I found that for me, it makes life more fun because mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, there's times where I just kind of feel like, okay, you know, I'm just going along doing the same thing. Maybe I'm not yeah. really interested <laughs> in this anymore, but it, it makes one day to the next interesting when all these little things keep happening. And I'm like, all right, I can accept where I'm at because I'm having fun along the way. Right. Okay. And does it help you with decision-making? Do you use that with decision-making? If you've got something oh, big yeah. coming up, you talked about something in, in the book, if you don't mind me bringing it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't want to give away too much so that people, oh, you can. <laughs> but, but it's a really good thing. It's you moved to Florida. Yes. You moved to Florida based on an, was it an intuitive hit that took you to Florida? Originally I had dreamt of this place and like, I could see all the details of it, like the beach and like different, like mangrove forest and pines. And I'm like, this place doesn't even exist. There's like no pine cones and like a tropical ish beach. And yeah. then I was there for a conference and I'm like, I've been here. This is the place in my dream. And mm -hmm. it's like, I need to move here. Like, I just knew I was going to go there. Um, and you know, like at the, it came together quickly to move there, but it also came together quickly to leave the intuition part. Yeah. So, I mean, it and like trusting it in the moment is what it was like, okay, that was okay for a short period of time. And then I let intuition lead me right back. So you, you ended up leaving Florida mm -hmm. and coming back to, back to New York where you are, yeah. um, based on intuitive hits and also, um, you also got to see the effect of not listening to your intuition fully and completely. Right. And that's yeah. happened. That's, that's more lessons for us as individuals, as we're growing and evolving. If we don't listen to our intuition, um, more comes, but you know, it changes the experience of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, when we don't listen and something bad happens, then it takes us back to, Ooh, maybe I should have listened to myself. Yeah. A little deeper right so that was a big one for you because that's big to pick up and move across move that far away <laughs> that's a big yeah. deal yeah now you studied you did studies for increasing emotional intelligence um does does the emotional intelligence tie into creativity and into intuition or was that something completely different i know you did a study i just yeah. wonder does emotional intelligence play into creativity and intuition how does that happen yeah, it plays in with just recognizing like within your own physiology where you can start to notice an emotions occurring based upon like your heart rhythms, um, even just different feels within your skin and mm -hmm. just recognizing how you feel around certain people and emotions that are triggered, good or bad. And then from that, using that to tie in with your intuition. And then sometimes too, if you're like the emotions are a bit to overwhelming like using different breath 
to kind of slow down and get into the present moment and just kind of slow down and analyze like, what is this emotion telling you? Is it telling you back away or is it telling you lean in? Right. So the present moment's really important in intuition, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody was wanting to get into the present moment, like a mindfulness practice would be good. And then they could be open and receptive, right? In that moment mm -hmm. to pick up whatever's whatever's waiting for them. Cause it's all waiting for them, right? You yeah. just have to be aware and pick it up. You got to pick up your messages as I like to say, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so that, so that emotional intelligence then, which is being able to manage your emotions helps you to connect more into that level of intuition because mm -hmm. you can be more present and you're, I like to think too, when you're more emotionally intelligent, you're more, you're more present in your own self. You're more aware of your own self, which is sort of a, a the, the foundation for allowing your intuition to open up and take you to an yeah. even higher level of knowing yourself even better. Right. Yeah. And so, and yeah, it is. And like, while you're in tune to your own emotions too, like you can pick up subtle cues from the emotions of those around you okay. and how your emotions yeah. are responding to them. Right. So those days where you meet somebody and you go, Ooh, that person's I'm kind of feeling off around that person, or I don't, there's something about that person that, that doesn't feel right for me. That's tapping into your own intuition, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And just recognizing that you might not be a fit. You might, your frequencies might be running at different levels or, but honoring that and recognizing that you don't have to, you're not going to fit with everybody in this yeah. world. You're not going to fit with everybody in this world. All right. So I have been doing some of the exercises in your book and I thank you very much. They're great exercises um, just to deepen things. Um, and uh, I really liked the photograph exercise. So the photograph exercise where you could look at it from different perspectives. Could you talk a little bit about, because you've got this beautiful photograph behind you. Did you take that photograph? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. So you're, so you, photography was big for you, wasn't it? It was um, early on photography was really like just capturing, taking that moment and freezing it still. So you can really just keep coming back to it and seeing different things. So you might not have noticed before and looking at it in different ways. Right. And so it's looking at different, taking it from different perspectives, right? Mm -hmm. So if you had the photograph of, let's say your book, The Wolf, mm -hmm. what would you say, what would be a couple of perspectives that you could tell people to stop and look at this photograph and see what comes up for you. Cause that's what you're doing with your intuition. Right. So what would yeah. you suggest? Yes. Yeah, so I kind of to change your perspective. So for going into and imagining as if you are the wolf, right. And what is your experience as the wolf mm -hmm. and looking at where are you going? Yeah. And then kind of capturing those things. And then taking a view like you're no longer the wolf but now you're in the sky looking down at the trees and the fallen snow and the landscape and just seeing how it all fits together and what it's telling you okay so the important thing is then what it's telling you because it'll be a personal message for you yeah and then you take the message and look at it from a larger perspective to see what it how is this fit in my life right yes how does this fit in my life? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I really like that photograph, that photograph exercise. I think it's great. And um, I did, I've, I did some of this stuff outside, um, not with a photograph, but with nature, because I think nature is one of our biggest teachers, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. So getting out there and seeing and experiencing, there's such a richness to experience that opens the senses, because the senses are really, really important in the growth of intuition is that so maybe you could talk about the different senses and how you can sort of elevate those because we tend to get stuck in one or two of them don't we yeah we do and it's you know yeah. like just to start out it's okay to just you know start with your strong ones but then kind of venture more and just kind of getting all of your senses into it so just spending time to think about what you're seeing and then what you're physically feeling if you're touching mm -hmm. something what sounds you're hearing um the emotions that you're feeling. Okay. And just letting any thing come up at the same time, right? So as yeah. you are experiencing that feeling, 
that moment of what do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? Um, all of your senses. And then it, whatever, just allow whatever's in the body to just come up in whatever way it wants to, whatever message yeah. is there for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if and, you're finding like that, it's not coming, just kind of ask, like, what does this sight mean to me? What does this touch mean to me? Like, what does right. this mean for me? What is the message? What is this tree trying to tell me? And just kind of being playful with it, even if, you know, you feel like you're making it up. So what? Just play with yeah. it. Yeah. And so that's, that's the other side of it, right? Is that whole self-doubt piece. Um, and so how do you pack away the self-doubt? So yeah, I'm, I'm out there talking or connecting with a tree and trying to figure out what the tree is trying to tell me. And I'll, I use that one because I did this the other day I was walking and I thought, okay, I'm going on my walk and I'm in the forest and I'm looking at the trees as I'm walking and I'm noticing this tree and it's, it's going up and it's got a little curve at the top. And I went, Oh, the message for me is life doesn't move in a straight line, right? There's curves. So that was what I needed to know is that life is not linear it's it's going to be there's going to be curves in life um and so that was important to me so it's letting that come up for you or the individual as they're coming up but how do you how do you turn off the self-doubt i'm very open to all this but i also know people who are not who would go oh that that's that's just me making something up so how do you get past that uh, I was, <laughs> you know, I went through like uh, rejecting it and downing it. It's like, ask it in another way. So see if okay. you get that tree and a song and something else to all tell you the same thing. Ah, okay. These, yeah. Right. Like those That's repeat messages sometimes help with the doubt. And the other okay, thing I helps too is, you know, write it down and like, or just kind of pay attention for it and notice when something happens that confirms that message. It's like doubt will be gone. Once you get to that feeling of, I knew it, the doubt goes away. Uh, Okay. So there is going to be a confirmation coming. I think that's the important point is now that you've got the message, you might be going, Oh, I don't know about this. Uh, Look for the confirmation, watch for the confirmation, even ask for the confirmation, right? So ask for it. Okay. So in doing these exercises and, and, and bringing this depth of richness to your senses and activating more of your senses, you're actually activating more of your intuition. Um, In the end, when you're in this intuitive moment, like when you look at how you are now compared to how you were when you shut it all off, Mm -hmm. how is your life different? And what have you brought to your life by actively working on creativity and intuition? See, my, my life is different in the sense that um, I never would have really I thought I would enter into like the hypnosis world and be so into the metaphysical and the oracle cards and readings and, and all of that before, because some of it, you know, has a more subjective base and a more personal experience. And I had gone through that. I need to see scientific research in order to believe <laughs> it. So it just, it kind of took me full circle back to who I always was and just a matter of like accepting myself. And so that's where it, it's made my life much better of just accepting myself and like following the journey where it leads and doing things because they interest me. Yeah. And so I would imagine that that the you that you are now is a much fuller, richer you. Not that you weren't full and rich before, but just because you've got a depth, a deeper depth of knowing about who you are, that your experience of life is very different now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so that's what people can get from doing this kind of work and activating the intuition is is coming to that place of connection to yourself and having a fuller, richer, deeper life experience. And not only that, you're having a a fuller, richer, deeper experience of life all around you, because there's so many things that are, that are there for you. If you stop and you look and you pay attention, you engage with your creativity and your intuition on that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the benefit. Yeah, it's a benefit. Yeah. It just helps you to get more in touch with your own authenticity. Yeah, yeah. And that's a really important point is the authentic you, right? Is So that's, I think, what we're all trying to get to in life is who am I? Who who am I authentically? How do I get out into the world? And so um, um, if you could give 
a tip or some a, some tips and tricks to people about how to how to do that how to find that authentic self what would that be so just kind of you know tapping into what you most enjoy and taking the time to experience those things that are that are most meaningful to you not worrying about like the outside opinions of others or you know the mainstream popular opinion and just do it going with it because you like it yeah okay I know oftentimes people don't even know what they like, especially I know that there's a lot of women out there who've been putting everybody ahead of themselves for so many years that they don't even know what they like. Right. So it's so I think it's also becoming a bit of an explorer to just be aware and explore. And do I like this? Do I not like this? And that's listening to your intuition and your feelings, too. Right. Yeah. It's just experimenting. Start small and experiment. Yeah. Be the explorer in your own life. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay. And so um, for someone to begin, like for a beginner, what would you suggest they do as a beginner into their, to open up the intuition or to just become more connected every day to their intuition and their creativity? And then I have a question on creativity. I need to remember to ask you. Okay. okay. All right. So how, what would you say is the, is one of the best ways to just practice this and, and mm-hmm. uh, start that process? flowing okay yes yeah, so a beginner is say you know like um you had mentioned about the song and like if there's a, a song that you really like just kind of yeah. listen to it and just dissect it a little bit what are the lyrics about it that you like is this a song that's taking you forward is it bringing up good memories you know maybe it's not maybe it's time to change up your playlist a little bit and just see where that goes to inspire you to look a little further um, so i think that's a good good place to start a good place to start so just look all around you at the and maybe even just set an intention to your intuition right so I'm gonna just accept what comes in and I don't need to do anything with it I'm just going to accept it and notice I'm just going to notice right yeah Um, noticing is a good thing too to just take a moment to look around and notice something new even right within your everyday environment that you look at all the time that you maybe haven't haven't become aware of anymore and just pay attention yeah so I've got a I've got another question I've got two couple questions for you so the first one is what does it mean when a song gets stuck in your head we all have the way they think they call them earworms you know where Mm -hmm. you just can't let it go so what do you do with that when it just won't stop I find that once you've found the meaning of it it'll go away Okay. So it is like a message trying to get to you. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the irritating little kid's song that keeps going around and around and around. There's something in there. Yeah. And so questioning it from all those angles. Yeah. What emotion does it bring up in me? What is it? um, How does it make me feel? Does it take me to a memory? Um, What else would you, how else would you question that song that comes Um. up, Melissa? Yeah. And it's something too, like, is it something for somebody else? Like, is this, is this somebody else's message? Like somebody that's within my circle, like, is there something I need to tell them? Okay. Just kind of like listening to their story too. And seeing like, you know, because I've had that happen to where it's like, okay, that one was meant for them. And then it goes away. Okay. That's good. That's a good, good thing. And maybe it's not just for you, but it's for somebody else or someone that's close to you. Yeah. And sometimes like, you know, it's just a reminder of like inspiration of like, yeah, that's what I need to know. Okay. Just it's on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So there's lots of different levels to the music and to, I guess, to everything when you start to look at it through your intuitive lens. Yeah. So question I wanted to ask you was how does the how does intuition link to creativity and how does creativity link to intuition so you're really big on the creative awareness and are you talking about creativity like your photography is a huge piece of creativity you're talking about doing art are you talking about that level of creativity like producing something creatively or just being in a creative space let's say like creativity within your being you know, okay. within your being as a person and like what you're creating and what the creative messages within your mind are coming to, to tell you. And 
you know, pouring that also into what you're putting out into the world. So starting internal with your creativity and then what is the output of, of it? Okay. So if I was learning how to paint, then it's, is, it's about trusting my intuition as I'm letting that energy, that creative energy flow through me. Is yes. that, is that what you mean? So it's about the flow of the energy. Yeah. And, the flow of and... the energy through you to produce what's meant okay. to be put out there. Yeah. Cause we are all the creators of our own life and we're here meant to be yeah. creating. We're meant to be mm -hmm. creative. And I think when we shut that off, we are shutting off our intuition because that's, that's the part of our soul that is allowing us to sort of expand and express yeah. that creative energy. Um, and so when we shut that off and just go sort of into the, I keep saying left brain, the left brain is a wonderful thing, but it needs to be balanced between right and left. So, um, when you can allow that right side of your brain, that creative aspects to flow, then life, I would imagine just gets better and better because you're more balanced, right? Mm -hmm. And you're having yeah. a more flow experience, which is, which is lovely, right? Having a, mm -hmm. having a creative flow. So in doing this intuition and creativity and being so in, in, um, involved in, in your own life has it opened up other creative avenues for you I know you've written a book and you do workshops and stuff but what about artistic creativity has it helped you artistically because um, I know when we think of creativity a lot of us think of artistry right yeah um, I think for me it's more been you know with the writing because I, oh, I was just yeah, um yeah, the last couple of days I was working on my next book and I'm like reading things that I'm like, huh, I don't even remember how I wrote that or when I wrote that or like, that's interesting. <laughs> so it's kind like of like, trance. <laughs> yeah, it's like opening that space, like with creativity, removing those self-imposed limitations, allowing right. the novelty and the newness to come through and just seeing as it presents. So for me, it's definitely, it's come through in the writing in the writing. Okay. And you talk about intuitive writing and I've heard a lot about intuitive writing. I've done it a little bit myself. Haven't done a lot of it. Um, what would you like to say about intuitive writing and, um, allowing that as a way of expressing your intuition and creativity? So mm -hmm. how can you talk a little bit about intuitive writing and how that is a connecting point? Yeah. With that, it's just, you know, getting into that free flow of writing, not worrying about the punctuation or the what words you're using and just going with what comes there. And like I, I mentioned a lot during our uh, talk just now about, you know, writing down those messages. I'll mm -hmm. start with writing down those messages. Once the message is written, I I'll usually continue to write because somewhere right. just within the writing, the connection will be made or I'll just kind of ask, tell me something more to get to like a deeper level of that initial message and then that's where it just kind of takes off and then sometimes too you'll find like writing it's like you know a different style or different words that you wouldn't typically use where it's like okay I just got to a deeper level of something like the writing becomes kind of trance state and just flows yeah and oftentimes when you when you read it you you're kind of like oh okay, well, that seems very high level or whatever that is. I'm putting it away. But when you come back to it, it's like something completely different when you come back to it. So it's really cool about writing it down, but make sure you go back and visit it again, because yeah. the message may not be in that moment. The message might be the second time you look at it, maybe the time that you actually get the message. Yeah. And, right? I, and I've already had things where I've looked back and I'm like, Okay, that I wrote that like five years ago. Now it makes sense. Yeah, you see, so it's it's keeping yeah. them. Yeah, and I think too that the stuff that we bring in from our intuition is multi-leveled, like it's energetically it's mm -hmm. multi-layered, and so you pick up. It's kind of like listening to a channeling. You pick up what you need in that moment, but then you go back and listen to it, and there's something else at a different level the next time you read it and something else the next time you read it. So it's, I think that that's what happens with it. It's sort of multi, multi-leveled energy when you're allowing that to come through you, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Great. And so um, your message to the world then. So what is your message to the world before we move into doing a little creative exercise, if you're okay with still doing that? What is your message to the world for people um, around this subject? Around the subject, I would say just, you know, get out there, 
explore a little bit, discover what it is that's authentic and meaningful to you. And I like to say, live your wild, just kind of like living your best life and trusting yourself. Yeah. And so I love the living your wild. So what does that mean to you? Living your wild? Just what does that mean for um, you? Yeah, for me, it just, you know, yeah. means doing my own thing, what I enjoy, I'll, you know, share it with other people if I want to. And, yeah. you know, just kind of, like I said, removing all those restrictions of, you know, self-imposed or just letting it be. Yeah. So it's almost, I get a sense of standing in your own power, mm -hmm. right? So standing in your own power is being the wild, authentic you, which is what is, is a wonderful thing. And it, you're right. It's like stripping off all of those expectations, all of those rules, all of those things that um, program us and just allowing yourself to be who you are meant to be. Yeah. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Lovely. So now I was wondering if you would just take us on a short, maybe a couple minutes um, exercise to expand um, our creative awareness. Are you okay with that? Would that be yeah. good for you? Okay. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to work on this technology here and I'm going to put you on the spotlight. And then when we're done, I'll take you off the spotlight. Okay. So just one sec and I'll, I'll, I'll work on figuring this out. <laughs> and There we go. Okay, so take it away, Melissa. All right, so I'm just take a moment to just experience your breath, inhaling, exhaling, and just kind of, as you begin to slow, just, you know, noticing your body within the space. And imagine, as if you're walking down a path. And on the path, you're seeing a tree. And you see a little stick bug on the tree. It's all illuminated. What is this little bug sharing with you? And you thank the bug for its message. And you feel yourself moving a little further along the path. Where's the path taking you? And out on the path, you see a meadow, some beautiful flowers. And imagine as if you are within the bud of the flower. What is your experience as the flower? How does it feel to be the flower? And as you move beyond the flower, you've entered the sea. You're going deep beneath the ocean, seeing fish and coral and waves. And imagine as if you're a creature within this ecosystem. What creature did you choose? And why? What is the experience from this perspective? Now imagine you're leaving the ocean and you have the bird's eye view flying in the sky above the rocks, the waves. You feel the strength of the current. Where do you go? And you thank the experience and you move back into your body, back into the space.
and knowing that you have new awareness to take with you going forward. Wonderful. I'll just unpin you here just a moment. There we go. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I was taking a few little notes as we were going. So that was just a really quick exercise on how to open up and access some creative awareness and, and um, allowing your intuition to give you some kind of messaging. And so I got my messages in all those places. So the, the stick, the stick bug for me was a message about blending in. Don't blend in, right? Because stick bugs blend in, but then they move. It's like, oh, okay, you don't you don't have to blend in. Um, um, the next one with the flower was about bursting forth. Go burst forth. Um, the dolphin for me was about it was a dolphin, and it was about being playful and experience freedom. And then I don't remember what the last one was because I was taking notes. But that's the kind of thing that you do with this exercise, right? Is you just yeah. take a note, and then what does it represent to you? What does it represent to you or what is the message for you around that item? Yeah. So thank you so much. That was really lovely. I enjoyed I that. <laughs> Thanks. And so somebody could, you could do that every day if you wanted to, to just activate as an activator, a way of activating your own intuition and your creative awareness. So we've got yeah. a couple of really good things today is the dream journal is good because then you can go back and look at the different themes within the dreams um, and the exercise, even the exercise with the photograph, just look at the perspective if you were the wolf what would you what would you be feeling thinking you know if you were the snow what would you be feeling thinking so those are really really great ways to activate that creative awareness inside of you so thank you for that and so yeah. melissa what would you say to somebody who says i don't have time because <laughs> i hear that a lot i don't have time what would you say about that i would say just just you know, give it a minute, you know, when you're stuck in traffic long. or, you know, you're stuck in traffic even like, okay, oh, yeah, you know, turn off the radio, notice something, what's going on, flip through the channels yeah. or, okay. you know, waiting in line at the store, like, okay, notice something within your peripheral and just kind of tune into that for a minute. Yeah. It's okay. Just, you so know, that's using great. those, yeah. Maximizing the moment wherever you happen to be. Okay. I love it. Maximize the moment because there's always a moment where you can do this. There's, there's no special equipment needed. There's no, I got to put away 30 minutes to go do this. It's in the moment. And it's right. just taking that moment of awareness to say, okay, here I am. I'm going to let this creative moment. I'm going to tune in. I love that tune in yeah. right, in that moment. So that's great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And just, you yeah. know, recognizing that, you know, it can happen anywhere and everywhere. So just yeah. make use of where you are. And just allow it. Yeah. So that's the big thing is just allowing, right? Don't shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Don't shut it down unless, and so here's a good question. Cause when you, when it happened to you, you did shut it down because it was scary. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is experiencing a high degree of intuition initially, and it's, they're getting things that are kind of freaking them out and a little bit scary, what would you suggest they do to help normalize that or regulate that in some way? What would you suggest? Um, sometimes it's, uh, I still sometimes, you know, it's still scary for me sometimes too. So it's just a matter of like, okay, thank you. Tell me something a little nicer. Let's, let's slow it down. So it's kind okay. of like having a little conversation with it. I found helps. Okay. So yeah. you can set the tone on how you want it to be. So if it's something that's too big, too scary, too much, too fast, too often, you can set the parameters and say, okay, let's just slow this down and let's make it something that I, that I'm comfortable to be with. Yeah. Let it be something that I'm comfortable to witness and be with. Right. So yeah. um, that's actually a really good way to set your intentions around the messages that you're getting in. Right. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize that when you're expand, when you're, when you're exploring your creative awareness and your intuition, that you are the one that's in the driver's seat, yeah. right? You're the one in the driver's seat and you get to choose how it comes in for you and the speed in which it comes. Right. So I think mm -hmm. that's important. So thank you. That'll help a lot of people. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that have just shut it off because it's been too much for them. Right. Yeah. So what's next for you, Melissa? What's next? You said you're writing another book. So can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about what that is and when it's coming? 
Yeah, that one, um, I've been working on it for, I started working on it some when I was writing my first book last fall. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of extra content that I'm like, okay, that's for a next book. It's kind of like those um, intuitive collaborative experiences and expanded consciousness and uh, meaningful connections is going to be the focus of it. And it's, it's coming slow right now because I just keep so much more keeps getting added to it that I got to do a lot of editing because nobody wants to know this whole story. <laughs> Yeah, but perhaps and there's two books in there. there. But maybe there's two books in there and not one, right? If yeah, that's highly maybe possible. There's two. So yeah, yeah, it's a matter of I need to edit it to make it, you know, like yeah. the first book I have, you know, like a little example and then an activity. I want to do that similar format. So I don't want to be too heavy on the story, but the story just keeps evolving through my intuition. So I just keep writing the story as it comes. So maybe one of the books is just a book I'm writing to myself. And then the second one is going to be the part that I will publish to share with other people of how to take it to the next level. All right, good. And so speaking of future then, so you've, you're writing this book and um, how do you use your intuition? Because another question popped in. How do you use your intuition to help you with your future? Um, it's just kind of, for me, it's like a matter of like inspiring me of like what's next. So um, I can see different conference events that are upcoming and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep presenting this. And then it's kind of like helping me to see too of like what type of things I'm going to present. So I'm finding it helps me to give more meaningful presentations. Okay. So you tap into your intuition to, to identify where you should be going. Yeah. Um, because this is your soul's journey and your evolution too, right? Mm -hmm. This is your evolution of how you want to present yourself in the world. And so you're using your intuition to guide you on that journey. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And do you ever have precognitive dreams about your future and where all you're going? Time. Oh, all the time. Oh, how, all amazing the time. how amazing is that? Okay. Yeah. So you've got a pretty clear idea of where you're going and you're going to get yourself there. So that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So I wish that for everybody who's listening today. And so um, is there anything else that you would like to add is how, well, do you have a name for your second book? Do you have, it'll be wild something I'm sure, right? Yep. It's uh, wild that. intensity, creative, oh, conscious, intensity. creative connection and consciousness. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I really look forward to that one coming out as well. I'll be picking that one up. Excellent. And so how can people reach you if they want more information about the work that you do, the exercises that you do? They, I mean, the book is available on Amazon. So um, that's an easy, easy, easy um, connection. But if they wanted to get in touch with you about workshops, or mm -hmm. um, even just to send you an email, if they have an idea or something or need a connection with you, how would they do that? Yeah, and go to my website. It's melissawildinsight.com. And you okay. can connect with me through there. Lovely. Okay, great. And um, excellent. So I just, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and uh, the podcast and uh, separation to oneness and talking about wild intuition with all of us and how we can connect to that intuition, that deeper sense of self to create an even closer connect into connection to the oneness of who, who you are individually and then beyond into the collective consciousness. So um, for all of our listeners, I want to thank you for listening today and for being with Melissa and myself. And I hope that Melissa's message of trust yourself as you navigate in this world, explore, get back to your wild self, that authentic you uh, and make it fun. Make sure you're playing and having a really good time and that it's an important message and important one in reconnecting yourself to living a more vibrant life. So connecting with your wild intuition will help you expand your life and your sense of self. It's a form of healing. And because you're connecting with yourself, it's readily available. You can do it anywhere, anytime. And it gives you access to the greater portion of who you are. So that's a wonderful, wonderful thing from, from Melissa. Um, so if you want more about Melissa and her work, you can check her out on, on her website, uh, melissawildinsight.com, correct? Dot com. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Or you can uh, get her book, Wild Intuition, on uh, Amazon. And um, 
if you want to learn a little bit more about my work and how I bring people back to life, which I consider to be love and full expression, you can check out my website, elementalbalance.ca, and my book, Radical Self-Love, Live a Vibrant Life Beyond Fear and Limitation, which is also available on Amazon. And the great news for me is that my book, Radical Self-Love, will be coming out in audible book format pretty soon, in a week or two, is all things going well. <laughs> So what I want to leave you with is that I want you to know that it is so possible. You can feel deeply loving and connected to yourself and live a life that feels good. You can be creative and intuitive. And the thing is, remember that we weren't taught to be loving towards ourselves, most of us. And we've had experiences that have separated us from who we really are. And I want you to, I want you to know it's never too late. It's never too late to come back to that. It doesn't matter how old you are. Um, and when you feel good about who you are and when you deeply love and appreciate everything about yourself, you let go of that separation and you connect to that oneness and everything changes in your life and life becomes a lot more fun, right? And so I wanna leave you with an empowering question. And this is a question that you can ask yourself every day out loud and that'll get your your unconscious mind fine-tuned to the thing that you would like to bring into your world and it'll start to uh, bring those things to you so to get your unconscious mind tuned and focused um, focusing you through awareness the question is how will i unleash my creative awareness and genius through through connecting with my intuition today so ask this question out loud every day and you get your focus fine-tuned and start noticing how it all starts to come in, how it's all being delivered to you every single day. And so I hope this podcast has been of value to you and that you learned something that inspires you. I know I've learned a lot from Melissa. So thank you again, Melissa. And I'm going to go do my, my, um, my intuition exercises every day. And I hope that you're inspired to be more of who you were meant to be in this world. So if you do, please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel for more podcasts and videos of tools and tips for becoming more of yourself. And lastly, I would ask that you please share this podcast with someone important to you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next month when we'll meet another wonderful healer and we'll continue our conversations on closing that gap from separation to oneness. See you then.